0: home building and remodeling show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction. We're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project, or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. And as always, we begin the show with my thoughts on construction, specifically home building and remodeling. Let's get started. When you're looking for a contractor to do a remodel project or build a home, you got to make sure that you ask them questions. Just make sure that they have a license. Here, here's the thing. Anybody can go. I know here in the state of Alabama, it might be a little bit different in other um, states. But I know here to build a house, you have to have a state home builder's license. And there is a home builder's licensure board that issues that. And it gets renewed every year. For remodelers here in the state, that same license applies. Any work that involves multiple trades or is at a value of ten thousand dollars or more, you have to have that state of Alabama Home Builders license, and uh, so it's an actual card that you carry in your in your wallet. I'll grab mine so you can see what that kind of looks like, and I have two of them, one for each each company, Kirby Homes and Kirby Custom Renovations. So check for those. And there's nothing wrong with asking about license, insurance, workers' comp, and those things. And the reason I say that is because a lot of people don't understand, well, these people have been doing this for a long time, and they're good at what they do. They may not have an official business, and they may not have a state license or, or any of that type of stuff, but, but you know they're good at work. And that that's completely fine. I subcontract to people who have been doing work for a long time and they're some of the best around. um, And just because they didn't pursue that license doesn't make them any less of a tradesman or a craftsman. But that's not the point. So when you're getting a remodel done over $10,000, the reason that you want them to possess that license and have general liability and also have their workers' compensation is because of the liability it presents for you. And sometimes, you know, friendships are at play in these things, especially when you work in a community where everybody knows everybody. So you're going to pick your contractor based on you know them. Man, I've seen this stuff ruin friendships. So sometimes, personally, it's very tough. I'm on edge when my team has to do work for a friend or family member or a neighbor because you want them to do well. And every transaction isn't smooth. Every client relationship isn't smooth. It's just not reality in the world of contracting. There's no way that you're going to please 100% of your clients. It's not going to happen. But you strive to please 100% of your clients. That's the contractor you need to look for. And now it's time for Shop Talk. This is where I bring in one of the co-hosts, Adam or Mark, and we begin to talk about different aspects of remodeling and home building. Hope you enjoy it.
1: Is hard to live without a kitchen? You know, in a normal
0: kitchen remodel, you're already, even if you have everything, going to be out a couple of weeks. Right. So now you're out you a couple weeks plus the,
1: exactly. the material So huh? you're eating out or eating off the grill. And so anything other than... Your stove and all that, and then you're having to wash dishes in the bathtub. Just, yeah, that's that's too. part of the
0: the hard, you know, harsh reality and and that relationship with the clients important because they get a little aggravated if a project's delayed and their kitchen is out of commission right. or their bath. It's same thing. Like if they have a master bathroom remodel and they have kids, right, and then all of a sudden you're remodeling their, their bathroom. It's out of commission and then they're now they're sharing the bathroom with, the with kids. their kids. Yes. Oh my goodness. I couldn't even imagine. And then you got uh, toothpaste sharing. all
1: over the place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You you know, yeah. so it becomes a crunch and especially the larger the family and now you're in there with the kids.
1: Yes. Right. I've been a part of a job before where um we already did the demo and start unboxing these cabinets and they were the wrong ones. Yeah. And and she went months. Without so, a uh, so what did that?
0: So, and we always look at it as at a learning we about opportunity. A
1: awkward, yeah. History. You got to tell
0: her, <laughs> yeah. But But what did you learn from doing that, though? Like, look at, make I mean, sure you, yeah, you got to look at the cabinets before, I mean, because we just assume because when the cabinets come in, they're in boxes, right? And you're like, okay, they're here. So unless you actually peel that that box yeah, and look, make somewhere. sure they're the right color. So, all right, and then yeah, it takes don't really
1: matter because if you're missing. Any of the base cabinets or one's damaged, you're out until that next one because you're not going to get a countertop until all your bases are in anyways yeah. so you can't have a sink until that's done' which is dumb
0: yeah I mean and and really when you're doing cabinets missing cabinets is a pain because when you're setting cabinets, all of those pieces really need to fit nice and snug you know what okay. I mean so sometimes it it's you can't get the countertop done. Uh, depending on which cabinet it is, and, and especially the base cabinets, right. your plumbing, everything's kind of on hold at that point. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about B&I. So business networking in in general is not something in construction, or you've got people who aren't necessarily coming out of college that you know have this professional background and stuff like that. So one of the things that kind of with with me and you, I'm I'm a part of these business groups. And I know that these business groups provide growth on a personal and professional level. And so, I like to take people out of their comfort zone. You ain't
1: lying. Those, that, uh, I've grown personally a lot in the last couple of months being a part of that b i just getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah, being
0: a part of these groups, man, it really makes you better as an individual. Um, and being a part of a small business, it makes you better in your small business because it takes you out of your comfort zone and we'll talk a little bit about the structure so you go to these business network meetings once a week there is there's individuals from all different um, industries in this group all the different in business industries you may have an accountant you may have an electrician you may have a hairdresser you may have um somebody who's in health and fitness right. so you've got all the different industries and they group together. Um, and you know, it could be 10 people and it could be ours group almost has 40 people in no, it now.
1: Technically the B and has got have 17.
0: All right. So 17, <laughs> at least 17. Sorry. So, um, you're in there and basically you go around and you do a 60 second speech on who you are and what your company's about and essentially what you're looking for.
1: Also known as the elevator pitch. Right. And, and that can be very nerve wracking people. Yes. So the first time, you know, you got one minute. Yeah. Well, ours has got a minute because we only got, uh, I think, twenty-two members. But yeah, my first pitch probably lasts about ten, fifteen seconds. <laughs> sure. Yeah, because yeah. you you you're nervous, right? right? But then you know, I find myself sometimes getting into a routine of saying the same thing. So I try to I'm starting to try to mix it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, because they what happens is they they you're practicing for they call it an elevator pitch because let's just say that you're in a hospital and you're getting in an elevator and you guys are, you know, somebody's in there and you start talking about your company. Well, typically you only have a couple of floors to talk to that person. You know, that 60 second elevator pitch, that's preparing you for being out in the field and having that conversation rather quickly. That's why it's called the elevator pitch. That's why there's that time limit. You have to be able to project your best self and put your company in the best light and make them understand what you do in that 60-second period. So by doing it every single week, it becomes redundant, but you also know what you're going to say in the moment right. when you meet anybody, when you're talking exactly. about your company. Not having that background. some there's some people that are very professional in the group. You get a mix of everybody. Right. But you establish the connection. So you talk about like,
1: relationships with these folks too. Like, I had a one on one earlier with a young lady. Yeah. And um, she came here to the office and we sat down and talked about our two businesses. She's actually setting up with Candace for Candace to come and give her some design pointers next week. Actually. Nice.
0: Most of the time, it's not a I join the group and I'm instantly going to be able to hand out referrals. Right. That situation. Right. It takes a little bit of time sometimes to get established in this group. And you're really putting your trust in these people. So after you've been there for a while, trust me, the referrals do start to come. But more than that, you're starting to form relationships. And most of the people are local. And so sometimes the relationship, I would say most of the time, the relationships that you form are the most important part of yes. the BNI network. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a, a, an official BNI. I know there are a Any couple of networking
1: groups. Yeah.
0: One of the things that I would recommend is for you to get out to or find a local business networking group in your hometown, join that group, put yourself out there, don't be scared. We've been trying to get a plumber to our group um, forever now, and it's very hard as a as an individual contractor especially, and I know this is for multiple industries, but, but in our world in home building and remodeling, it's hard for that plumber to see the value in the group because for the two
1: hours. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because yeah, you're, you're there for an hour and a half, two hours a week, and they could be in the field making money or they've got a job to get to. Right. But what they're failing to realize is that they're generating business by being there and meeting these people. So the other people in the group, they're going to, put your name out so if you've got a hairdresser in the group she's got 30 clients a week she's probably the
1: the most our hairdresser is probably probably the most successful one as 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 far far as giving referrals right yeah because because everybody's taking their daughters and stuff and that's
0: where you walk into the group and i and i have uh one of our team members that's going to join another group and uh comes to me and he says chris I don't necessarily know how these people can help me and I can help them. So I said, you know, because he was like, well, one does hair and the other one does this. And I don't, I don't know how that works out for us. And the, and he's really raw, right? I said, you need to be in this group. I really think it'd be beneficial for you because he knows how to build. He knows how to remodel. But this group, for his professional development and get getting outside of that comfort right. zone, is, is going to make him reevaluate how business relationships work. Right. So, that hairdresser that he doesn't, he's, she does hair. How can she help a contractor? She might have a
1: friend that's wanting to build a house.
0: Bingo. They're sitting there and getting their hair cut. Yeah, and are the first
1: person she's going exactly. to. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, and you've got to establish that rapport. Being in the group doesn't necessarily mean this person's going to give you the referral, right? right? You've got to show up. You've got to be consistent in that group because if you're not, then they're going to be less likely to put your name out there. And if you are consistent, even if they know a contractor, right, over time you build that relationship and they're going to eventually start giving your name out because they've seen you, they've built a relationship. So it doesn't matter what industry they work in. They're all connected. They're all looking to build a house or get a bathroom remodel. So sometimes they're just talking about it. You want to keep your your name at the top of their mind. That's right. why going to these groups and yeah, being consistent. And that's what the yeah. consistency
1: is about. Then. And then you
0: start getting the referrals. And that's organic advertising. You
1: keep telling them your needs every week. And then, you know, they're always listening out for that when they're doing their thing around their people. You know? Exactly. If you hear, hey, I need to get my hair
0: done. Yeah.
1: I know where to
0: send them. Exactly. And you're going to do that, and you're going to be more inclined to do that if they have been doing the same thing for you. You feel a little more obligated because they've been sending you business. You want to return that. And so any of these business networking groups, official B&Is or not, they're very lucrative as far as personal um, development, professional development, and relationship. Right. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show.